Hey guys, welcome back to the Uncommodified Podcast. I'm Tim Windsor, and today I'm coming at you with a mini nitty gritty on something that is gonna be so powerful and transformative if you take my advice on this. You will improve your ability to listen. You will improve your ability to hear, really hear. You'll improve your ability to retain information, demonstrate trust to people, and a lot of other things along the way. Let me explain what it is. Now, for um, the last little while, I've been working with uh, a couple of customers who primarily been working on the art and craft of listening better and well, listening first and listening well, we'll say. And so what I want to entitle this episode is something that's come out of conversations that I've had with them, and that's this. Listen with your fingers. Listen with your fingers, okay? This is a really powerful and very simple idea, but I, I began to practice this a number of years ago, and I've taught a lot of leaders about this because it's really simple, but it's really important, and that is, so often leaders find themselves, or you find yourself maybe in meetings where you're maybe doing coaching or having one-on-one connection with people or even with a group meeting, and you're trying to, to synthesize all this information coming at you and listen and trying to figure it all out. And, um, and so note-taking is an important part of that, but there are a lot of other things of why we ought to take notes, uh, why that's important in the process of doing it. And so, again, there's something really powerful, the pen and the and the pad, and it could be the iPad or it could be a paper pad. It doesn't really matter, but they're the pathway to listening well. And your fingers can help you listen. They can really help you hear because, because partly when you take notes, there's something that happens and particularly not typed notes on a computer so much, although those are good, but when you handwrite notes or something that happens happens powerfully from a neuroscience perspective. And there's there's a really connective tissue that happens in relationship to memory retention, uh, connectivity, being able to process information. And so I would encourage you particularly to handwrite notes. Now, what I do when I'm working with a leader, when I'm, I'm talking to them about the practicality, and this could be really practical today about just note-taking. Sometimes I can get really theoretical and maybe not so practical, and today I'm just going to get really practical. And so uh, what I say to people is, look, one, you should write notes and you should you should do it handwriting. The first thing you ought to do, though, to set that up, you should always ask permission or explain why you're taking notes. Because if you don't, people will be suspicious sometimes of why you're taking notes. And that actually affects the conversation or the communication because that suspicion will undermine what's happening. Particularly if you're having a one-on-one meeting and you're going to write some notes, give a context. You know, hey, listen, I just w- I'd just like to write some notes uh, because I want to make sure I capture the information and understand what we're saying so that I can, I can follow up on that. Give a context because if you don't, some people will begin to believe there's there's a sinister thing happening. Second of all, you're going to have to break some attention or eye contact with the person when you're writing the notes, and it's a bit rude. So give a context. It's really simple. Now, what I would always say to people is if you look at your piece of paper or your iPad, I always divide my, um, my and I write digitally. I write on an iPad. I always basically divide it into two-thirds thirds. So I, I put a line down the one side, and I create a column, a one-third column. Now, that column is very important to me in the art and craft of note-taking, and here's why. In that column goes some very important things. One, what can go in that column is the questions I might have that I've prepared in advance for this conversation. It could be what I want to talk about or maybe the goal I have or maybe some questions that I've prepared goes in that column. That's the number one thing that goes in the column. There's another thing that goes in that column, and that is the thing that gets in the way of me hearing the most, and that is the interruptions that fill my brain. And so the note 
note-taking experience, not only for me is about capturing notes and capturing the conversation, it's actually giving me a place to house the questions that I want to ask, so I have them as a reference. In addition, maybe an outcome that I want, so I can hold it in my mind as I look at my page to write. But in addition, when I'm talking to somebody, and I'm sure this never happens to you, but when I'm talking to somebody, often a rebuttal or something I want to say pops into my mind and I want to get it out. And when I get it out, it comes in the form of an interruption. And that interruption is rude and it really demonstrates or says to you that what I have to say right now is more important than you. What I found is that once that interruption gets in my head and starts swirling around, it interrupts. Not only when, when I say it, does it interrupt the conversation, but it interrupts in my mind, my ability to concentrate and listen to what you're saying. And so I have created a discipline that when I get an interruption or something I want to say in my mind, what I do is I take it out of my mind, transfer it out through my hand and my pen, and I write it down in that column. So that's a place also where my interruptions can go. So I'll take that interruption that's clouding my mind and making it difficult for me to listen, and I'll put it into that column as well. Now... I may come back at the end of the conversation and bring that up if it's germane, but maybe after a while it's not that important. But I want to get it out of my mind. I want to contain it so I can listen. And so I'll take it out of my mind and I'll put it onto my iPad in this case, or you can put it onto your piece of paper. So not only does the the art of note-taking and the ability to take notes give us the ability to capture information as we're synthesizing what somebody's saying or writing it down, it gives us a place for our questions, but it also gives us a place to contain and place our interruptions so that they don't get in the way of good listening. So that that's really a subtle nuance that I've learned over the years that I really love to do. Now, really important, when you're taking notes, you don't need to take every note, obviously, but take the highlights and make sure you get them in. And, and along the way, you might need some clarity as you go. But if you learn to write really robust notes, there's something powerful that happens because then it sets you up and gives you a place for something else to happen. And that is a powerful, powerful demonstration that you listened, but also an ability to clarify or re-clarify things. And that is at the end or near the end of your meeting, you can recap or go through your notes. And again, that's as simple as saying, hey, listen, really appreciate the conversation today. Hey, listen, I just want to go over a few of my notes to make sure I've really captured the essence of what we talked about. I want to make sure that I follow up correctly. So, you know, you had mentioned this. I just want to clarify, is this what you meant? This is what I wrote. No, actually, that's not what I meant, Tim. I didn't really mean it that way. I meant this. So it allows re-clarity or it allows you to say, yep, that's that. Yep. You heard me right. Yep. You heard me right. All the time I'm doing that, I'm demonstrating to you that I listened and I listened well. That recap is so important. And without notes, it's really, really hard to do it. In addition, without notes, it's hard to follow up. There's too much going on in the meeting, too many, too many things in my brain to follow up on. So the art of note-taking has a very practical reality to it. But in addition to all that, it gives one other opportunity that absolutely aids and enhances listening. And that's why I say, and I want to entitle this one, listen with your fingers. Because when you listen with your fingers, when you write notes along the way and you catalyze them and you capture them into your device or on a piece of paper, is that you get an opportunity to extend the listening window. And this is really important. When you're having a meeting, a 45-minute meeting with somebody, and you've you basically, you've got conversation, you're saying things, they're saying things, there's, there's distractions, whatever's happening. You know, you're not always listening as well as you should. When you take great notes, what it allows you to do is go away from that environment and actually extend the listening window. The listening window, if you don't take notes, is only as long 
as the conversation. That's it. And that's all. But if you have great notes and you've taken great notes and you've listened with your fingers, you can now go away and you can listen with your eyes again. You can read those notes. You can process things. You can think deeper about it. And so note-taking is so powerful because it also extends the listening window. So I can go and I can do some more thinking. I can, I can ask more questions. I can follow up with you again. So really, really simple. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on this today, but it's a really powerful thing. And again, whether you do this, if you're a if sales professional and you're meeting with a client doing discovery and trying to figure out their business, again, note-taking is so powerful. It demonstrates that you listened, you can clarify things. Um, it, it's a powerful tool. You could put your script, frankly, that, the things you want to say from a scripting perspective, you can put it in that one third column. You can take those interruptions that you know that you, you know as salespeople sometimes you interrupt customers and it's a problem. You you speak over them because you got that thing in your brain and you don't know what to do with it. I know what to do with it. Put it on the piece of paper. Get it out. Put it on your iPad. Get it out of your head. Get it out of the way. Unclutter your mind and listen more effectively. And you can only do that if you use your fingers to listen well. So lots of really simple ideas and really practical things. Ask for permission. Write great notes. Put your script or questions down that one third. Contain your interruptions. Put them in that column. Bring them up if you need to. Recap at the end of the meeting. Clarify. Get clarification on whether you heard well or whether you need to adjust your notes. And then extend the listening window because you have great notes that have captured not only what was said, but the essence of what was said to clarify true understanding. Again, you want to uncommodify the experience of listening. You want to listen well. If you want to listen in a way that's transformational, that's unique, learn to take great notes, extend the listening window, and listen with your fingers. Go out and uncommodify your world with a pad of paper, with your iPad, with your pen, with your fingers, with your eyes, and get those interruptions out of your head and listen well. Have a great day. Thanks for listening in today. If you have not subscribed to the Uncommodified podcast yet, do it today. Do it right now. And please rate and review the show on whatever platform you listen on. That would be so helpful to help us spread the word. Now it's time to own what you heard today. Get it out of your head and activate it in your life. And when you do, tell me how you are uncommodifying yourself and standing out for all the right reasons in a very crowded world.